spring off! Hey, Bren, have you seen Steel Magnolias? Oh my god, yes, I love that movie. Jonesy, you've seen it, right? Uh-uh. Hey, Tony. Yeah. You've seen Dracula, right? Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. Lena, you've seen it. What do you think? Film Spring Hey, Bren, have you seen <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's? Josie, you have to have seen it. Oh my god! No! No, I haven't. Of course not. You've Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the best. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Did it the out of you? I have not seen that one, and I will be praying for all of your souls. It's your film spring, Alina. I haven't seen it. It's showtime! Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Film Springa, the show about all of your favorite films and your sheltered friend that's never seen them. I'm your host, Tony, and I'm here with... I'm I'm Bryn, I have seen movies. Yes, <laughs> and then Bryn and I's sheltered friend is here. Hi, I'm Jonesy, and it turns out I haven't even seen movies from the 2000s when <laughs> I was an adult. <laughs> your ignorance continues to grow. Yeah. My God. But hey, that's what we're here for. We're educating you on some good films and some not so good films, but it's all fun. So yeah. this week's film is one of my personal favorites. Um, it is a 2006 uh, rom-com, Love and Other Disasters, starring the late, great Brittany Murphy. R.I.P. I know. I love her. But this is like one of my favorite movies, and I actually saw this in the theater like twice. Like two I or three it, times. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw really it loved once it. in the theater. Yeah. I don't even remember hearing about it. Not at all? Out. No. <laughs> it is a classic and some would say very cliche rom-com, but that's what the joy of the film is. Is that a it lot knows of tropes. Yes. A lot of tropes in this movie. So before we get into the meat of the episode and before we watch the trailer, some housekeeping stuff, um, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Film Spring on YouTube and you can watch us live. We do the show live every Thursday at 8 p.m. on our YouTube channel so if you want to see the video version of this podcast then come join us live participate give us yeah, comments check out these Chat beautiful mugs <laughs> right talk to but us. that is every thursday at 8 p.m and if you missed the live show and you like watching the video aspect you can always watch us on fridays at out at tv at 8 p.m is when they'll reshow the show so if you miss that and you can follow the podcast anywhere iHeartRadio, spotify apple podcasts we're all over the place so make sure you tell your friends to subscribe at least one person to <laughs> Our little <laughs> show. <laughs> but with all that said, uh, let's watch the trailer for the film so yeah. we can get you guys, the audience, into the mood of this film. Let's do that. You've that got thing. to go. I have friends coming over for brunch. What, in my apartment? I don't see how you expect to meet someone new if you spend all your time with your ex. Who can honestly say I will always love you? Whitney Houston. Yeah, when she's high on crack. Makes a grab sexy. Sexy dog. Yeah. Sasha needs you. Who is that? Sasha's assistant. He's gay. How can you tell? Trust me. Hit the best gaydar in London, that boy. You look very beautiful. Oh, I just met the cutest Argentinian boy. So, do you live alone? No, I live with Peter, my best friend. He's gay. You should meet him, actually. He really wants to meet you. He and I told him that you'd have dinner with him. Jax, there's absolutely no way am I going on another blind date. The answer is no. Are you OK? Oh, my God. Oh, God. You don't. I, I, I'm so I, sorry. I'm so you, sorry. I'm, so I'm not gay. Since when? Why do you think we feel so comfortable together? Because I know you're not trying to score anyway. Hello. Hi. Come in. Being gay is the only way to be intimate with you. When it comes to love, Jax is completely incomprehensible. Maybe one day I'll wake up and I'll feel in love. You know, dizzy and feverish and nauseous. That's not love, Jax. That's the flu. I'm not gay. Did you know about this? Yes. You? No. I told you. Yes. Oh, my God, this is so scary. What's she watching? Notting Hill. 
<laughs> Very cute. Oh, I love this film. It is. It's like a really good feel good rom com. Mm-hmm. I really do love it, and and it's like it's probably my favorite um, Brittany Murphy film that she's done besides Clueless, which was like everybody Amazing. knows her from Clueless. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. So, yeah, she's so, good. so way up there as far as oh. this film's period. I yeah. wish that you hadn't seen Drop Dead Gorgeous I know. so we could watch it for the podcast. So we can, we can I'll pretend that she's never seen it. <laughs> I just want to watch it again. I'll pretend. And then we're like, why is she quoting the whole movie? Oh, we, I thought she didn't see this movie. <laughs> my sisters and I loved that movie. See, we watched it all the time. The same with my brother and I, me and Manny. We we love that film. Oh, it's yeah. such a good movie. If some if you haven't seen Drop Dead Gorgeous, that's another one to Watch check it out. now. Stop but it. Back to, wrong. No, um, no, don't stop listening to the podcast. No, don't listen stop. to the podcast and then go and watch and it. And then go and watch it. But this film, oh, I really enjoyed it. And I know, uh, so it was written and directed by Alec. I, I'm going to fuck up his last name. Kish- fuck it up. <laughs> Kashini or something like that. I don't know. But yeah. he wrote and directed it. And it's a little based off of his life, which I really like. So that the film, um, so the film take, oh, Bryn, do you know the plot? Do you want to give the plot yes, of the film? Yeah. Do so it, for it. those of you who have not seen Love and Other Disasters, uh, it is about a very beautiful uh, young lady about town, Jax. And uh, she has a weird uh, relationship with her, a, a little sex with the ex situation happening with her um dreary british x (laughs) that's that's one trope in this film Um, good on paper but but yeah um and then she lives with her gay best friend pita Mm -hmm. and she has a very confusing accent happening and then she meets paolo um in her job she works for british vogue right yeah she's like an assistant of some yeah just like a typical 2000s dream movie job oh yeah oh i work for british British vogue Vogue. like (laughs) and you like do some like weird sort of nebulous thing at british vogue and then um paolo she thinks that paolo's gay so she tries to hook him up with peter paolo really is in love with Jax, and you know love and other disasters yeah yeah. Chaos ensues. <laughs> well, there's some disasters. So, Bryn, when was the first, first time you saw this film? Let's do I that. saw this in the theaters in college. Because okay. I love Brittany Murphy. Like, love yeah. her. And I always thought that she was so talented and beautiful. And so when this came out, I went to see it in the theaters. And I was just like, and it was the whole British thing. I don't remember the accent being as muddled as... Yeah. as well, as they it. say at the beginning, she ha- she's a... a what, how do they describe it? She talks with an American, slightly she's British accent or something British like that. British-born, but you can tell she was raised in America during yeah. her childhood. She but speaks, I think they yeah. added that part they added in. Because they were like, her accent is so she terrible. She can't do a consistent A hundred percent. They were like, how are we going to save this? We cannot yeah. reshoot the whole thing with her not doing an accent. But it becomes a so running right joke a in the film because even yeah. her friends say it. And people are like, wait a minute. Are you American or are you British? Like, what are you yeah, doing? Like, they, they and then she breaks like, out into Spanish halfway through the film, too. You're just like, what is happening? Yeah. Well, but also, even British her semi-British stuff wasn't consistent. Like, oh, words, God, no. like, you know, words where she did say British one time again, next time she it would, would say be them differently. <laughs> yeah. But it does. It I have to say, it does fit in with the character of Jax. Like, yes. I'm like, oh, I could no, I no, I can see it because I can see like she grew up in America. Got a job, moved to London, and was like, "I'm gonna try to assimilate I'm to this Madonna. and have a little." Well, it's the it's, same. Yeah. Um, Lindsay the same Lohan guy that directed Truth or Dare. Yeah. So he he's like, oh, "You got a real Madonna thing going on. We're <laughs> just gonna have to write it into roll, the movie." Like, they took it. her aside halfway through. They're like, "Brittany, this accent is not working." Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, "I'm trying," and then they're like, "We got. You got to write it in. We just got to write it in because how do we? How else do we save it? You look yeah. good though, girl. Yeah. Her body is." insane in this film yeah and she's so her eye she's so beautiful i think she's like one of the most beautiful women that ever lived oh i know well the audrey hepburn thing i totally i got i got that like okay this is who 
this right. chick has been looking up to it, admiring and seeing as what a woman is yeah. and therefore, you know, trying to mimic, but in her own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Brent, you saw this in the movie theater, right? Yeah, I saw it in the theater. So what did you think when you first saw it? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was super cute. It was, um, when was, when did Ever After come out? I want to say it was around the same time, but I'm going to Yeah, because I, it was like my like very romanticized movie scene oh, of just like yeah. British men and like. No, Ever After was 98. So it came out before this. So much earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, I saw it in the theater and I just remember like loving it and thinking it was so cute mm-hmm. and sweet and then thinking like that'll be my life one day, but it never was. What about you, Tony? I saw this in the movie theater. I, I remember exactly when I saw this. I was 29, I think, when it came out. And I was going into my 30s. And I was in a relationship at the time. And I remember going... Don't listen going... to producer Rob. <laughs> I don't. don't <laughs> and um, I remember going to the movie theaters with like my friends and seeing this. Actually, here in Hillcrest, because it showed at the Landmark. In Hillcrest, oh. when Landmark would show all the indie films. That's why and I saw Black Swan. Yeah. I remember going to the theater because I wanted to see this film for two reasons. One... Brittany Murphy and one for Catherine Tate because I love her. I think she's oh, hilarious yes. and I used to watch. Is that one? She played Tallulah, right? Yeah. Tallulah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so she had her <laughs> what own else show. Has she, been in? she had a very successful show in the UK. Um, I think she's it was been on Catherine the Office. Tate. Yeah. So she had her yeah. own show in the UK and it was a sketch comedy show that I thought she was hilarious um so that's where i and i remember seeing the trailer for this and seeing her in it with britney murphy i was like i'm sold i'm I'm gonna go and (laughs) i am a as people know i'm a sucker for a rom-com i love it and this to me is like quintessential rom-com and the fact that the film even makes fun of the fact that there's a rom-com is what i love and then I think it was just like, I just adored Brittany Murphy, and I still do. So watching it and seeing her in it and the whole Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is another one of my favorite films. Um, I don't know. That's why I really liked it. And the, they had like the the straight girl, gay guy, best friend relationship, which I can oh, yes. relate to. Which is um, cl- yeah, and also yeah. clutch for a rom-com. Yeah. 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 And I just remember really, really liking it. And I went back like maybe a week later and saw it again in the theater (laughs) (laughs) that is so funny and i've watched it like many many times since then and have talked to other people about it so watching it for this week i was like oh yeah i love this film so i'll watch it again (laughs) did you see it in the theater by yourself Uh, the first time or the second time the second time by myself (laughs) because i wanted to go and enjoy it 29 year old man (laughs) yes by himself with his popcorn (laughs) Just like and a diet coke, laughing and just delighted. I would just say, like, ah, it's funny, right? It's funny. Yeah. Oh, I'm the only one laughing. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of that. <laughs> I've never seen a movie twice in a theater. Oh my I've god! I've never felt the urge oh, to like go back sure. and. But I'm really? also really cheap. I'm really cheap. Did you say so, cheap or cheesy? Yeah, cheap. Oh, you won't oh pay. cheap. Cheap. You won't like, pay I've for the second one. Paid. I've already paid you the big bucks to see it. I'll wait till it comes out on DVD or video. <laughs> and then I'll buy it if I yeah. really loved it that much. But no, I won't. It's more about the experience for it me. It really, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. You're I saying don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jonesy's going like, uh, losers going to the film by yourself. By yourself. Uh, oh, I, no see, I see movies by myself all the time. I know. I used I to when we, when we could go to movie theaters. I oh, yeah, that's out. true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, guys, guess what? It was what? my birthday and my office gave me movie theater tickets. <laughs> Why? When they know the movie. Oh, God. What? Happy belated birthday. She, yeah, yes, Jonesy had a little birthday last week, <laughs> which she was going to come over for tacos, but we decided against it because of COVID and we were, we're being responsible. responsible. Yeah, yes. be responsible. Um, so, so I had tacos by myself. I know. <laughs> I still gave myself ta- birthday tacos. Hey. Did you sing happy birthday to yourself? No. I didn't oh, go that man, far. that would have been hilarious. 
just in She's the like, mirror. Happy birthday to me. Let's take Even a shot. goes against a mirror. Just, just <laughs> like in Breakfast snap. at Tiffany's, where yes. the drunk Which girl is in the mirror. I've Do you never remember? Seen. I've never oh, seen that. Of course you have. Of course you haven't. Of you course you haven't. I love that film. Um, okay, so back to love, before we go on another <laughs> tangent, back to love and other disasters. So this film, when it came out, it was very indie. Um, there's not yeah. a lot of like trivia on this film. I just know that two of the characters, I want to say it's pa- Paolo and the character oh, yeah. Peter, the actors, both play Darcy in miniseries oh. productions of Pride like and Prejudice. That. Okay, yeah. I'm out there both. I want to see the one where Paolo plays him. I, well, on the making I don't of care this about film? the other guy. <laughs> Peter? Oh, I like that actor. Matthew. No, I would like him. I'm just yeah. saying that seems normal for Pride and Prejudice. I want to see the one where Paolo plays Yeah, yeah that dude Pride coming out of the water. I'm into that. Yeah. So Santiago Cabrera <laughs> is the actor's name, and he just was in the remake, the 2019 remake of Emma. That just came out. Aww. You can watch on HBO, and he was actually really good in it. He doesn't like have a Spanish. So he accent. loves that old school shit. Yeah, he doesn't have an. Um, uh, he has a British accent, not a Spanish accent in oh, real okay. life. Yeah, all right. So he's putting he's on that. that Spanish accent for this film. Someone in this film who could do accents. There you go, and do yeah. it well. Why didn't they have him? Yeah. <laughs> It um, looks like that tail pointed for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the Sorry, if podcasters. You guys are listening at home. My cat is, is all right over my there. It's <laughs> gesturing wildly on Bryn's behalf. Yeah. So one of the my favorite, favorite parts of this film. So there's a lot of really good lines in this film, and there's a lot of relationships in this film. Like you have this the... had the level of horniness that I like. <laughs> I was gonna ask you that. <laughs> Rip Rip. Where does this rank on your horny level? Can we get Let's go. theme music for this? Segment? I know we gotta find a, a we gotta have like a meter with a bunch of like horny symbols and we. And this you was just good for it. me because you have Brittany Murphy in her underwear and then also a lot of the dudes running around and I was Shirtless like, yes, and the Chonies, my horniness level. This is good. You know what? And there's I'll just say? lust everywhere. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. You know what? You know, I really while they're love? trying to figure out if love exists, there's yeah. in the meantime lust. Lust. <laughs> Sense, Brittany yeah. Murphy's underwear in this film are so cute. Oh my gosh, so <laughs> cute. And, and I, so not what you casually wear. Where? <laughs> no, I no. would think that you guys don't wear no. that casually around the house. <laughs> no? Yeah, just to like sweep up. Come on. I do. Before, I do. I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you one thing. What? The underwear I am wearing before I take it back does not have a frill plume on it that's not normal <laughs> should i return mine then i don't wearing know target why. granny panties that i bought after my daughter was born and i'll never go back never ever I'm in that phase of my life where i no longer care about visible panty lines. it's banks or canes her yeah. way i mean i have those underwear sets but i'm literally like dressed to the nines and post bath yeah. when i'm wearing them not Oh, this is me. I'm late. I have to change out of my work clothes and take a bath before my date. No. No, that doesn't happen <laughs> in real life. Who wears that? And I would never, if I'm wearing that stuff, it's specifically for sex. Yes, I'm putting a robe on it okay. and then I'm taking it off and I'm saying, look at how good this look. is. Don't touch it or get Just it dirty. Look at it. <laughs> or look at it and then we'll take it off. Look at it and your clothes to are get sweating it dirty in it. and then we're done. No. You're yeah. like you can only look at it and get it dirty in your mind. Yeah, then, but not in real life. Oh, I do goodness. like the actor um, Matthew Rice. Rice that plays Peter. Oh, I think he's so cute. I think he's very cute oh, as well. Me too. So is Paolo Santiago. Would have liked it if they got a gay guy to play a gay guy though. Is True. he gay in real yeah. life? I wonder. No, no he's, he's Harry Russell. Harry Russell. Oh. Jeez. From Waitress, one of my other favorite movies. Yes. They were in Americans together. No, I have not. Oh, that's right. He's the one in Americans. And he he got nominated for two Tony Awards or uh, Golden Globes, right? That's how they met. And and 
all of it's falling together it's all now. coming together. That's why he looks so familiar now. Yes. And like I'm yeah, like, I know I'm from something else, but I couldn't place it. Yeah. The Americans. Yeah. Oh. He's done a lot matters. of other stuff, too. But yeah. um, that was kind of one of the bigger things. And then, yeah. you know, then became spouse of Carrie Russell, blah, blah, blah. All but I know it was the 2000s, so times were different. It would have been nice if a gay actor played a gay. Yeah. yeah representation yeah. is important. It and- is. As Just a gay man, I, another I feel very offended that it wasn't. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, I'm, I like feel that. like there were enough uh, gay guys out in Hollywood, Hollywood in time, 2006 yeah. to cast it. one that could have done this role just as well, if mm-hmm. not better. Or, you know what? I, no, no knocking on his portrayal of the yeah. role. No disrespect to him. What did Just, you guys um, think of the gay, gay relate? The, I don't want to say gay relationship, but the the straight girl gay man relationship that's portrayed in this film between Jackson and Peter, because it's the, and I hate the word, and I know Jonesy does this, is why I never refer to her as my fag hag, but that it's like the the fag hag. It's a gay, typical yeah like, relationship. Yes. Like she's constantly trying to set him up, and then yeah. like yeah, and they have that, that very comfortable. Where she's she's pissing and he's in the shower type of thing and well, I, all of that stuff. I don't know why that's too. Like she's like, you're gay. You can come in and see me in my underwear. Like Tony, if you're coming to my house, I'm putting clothes on. I'm not like Tony. <laughs> why not? Come on. If you're gay. See me completely naked. <laughs> that's also something I never understood. Like just because really? you don't want me. Like I yeah. maybe it's because like for me it's mostly shame of my body. And not about like someone lusting after me, but I'm not just like, hey, because you're not attracted or attracted to me sexually, I can get naked in front of you. No, I don't even like being naked in front of myself. I guess this is more about my insecurity. I don't even. Be, I'm not even naked in front of like my partner. Like no, no. that no. that exhibitionist. I'm okay being naked in public. If if all of you that are listening to the podcast could watch the video, the that tail is so phallic. When we were talking. About it. <laughs> Wow, Brad! Very upset that I left I her last night, so she's <laughs> trying to fuck my life. Uh, up. Jonesy, what did you think of the 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 straight girl gay man relationship in this film? Seeing I that loved you have a it. lot of experience with I it, I do. I loved it. I thought it felt very real. real. Yeah. Um, the thing I didn't like was how fast she got naked in front of Paolo. Yeah, but but then she assumed I just... that he was a gay man, right? Spoiler and and then also. I have to say, I, especially when drinking, just get naked or decide I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to take off pieces of my clothing fairly regularly, no matter who's gay or straight in the room or how many people. So I can't really comment on it because I am one of those people. People. (laughs) It's true. Literally, I had to ask Bryn when we were roommates, have you seen my bra? Because this is a bra I regularly take off and fling places when I'm uncomfortable. And she's like, I haven't, and I'm like, can't. No offense, can you ask your husband? <laughs> <laughs> and again, nothing sexual. No, I'm just one just, of those that's like, I'm yeah. uncomfortable in this moment. Let me fix this <laughs> by taking off an article of clothing. I mean, bras. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so I take mine I, off every time I come home. So boob prints. I, I <laughs> yeah. get. I get um, varying degrees of naked fairly yeah. regularly. So at first I was like, what? And then I was like, look at yourself. Yes. Well, just like, remember, <laughs> was this around the time that that movie Three to Tango came out with? Um, was it with it? Um, Matthew Nev- Perry? Campbell, Campbell. And who was the other girl in it? I can't, I can't remember. remember. I'll, I'll look but it up. It's because she thought. Oh, Selma Hayek. No? Is it Selma Hayek? Am I no. confusing something You're else? Fool's Russian. Fool's yes. Russian. Yeah. I like that one. Um, in saw that Rita one. Tango, Matthew Perry, Neff Campbell thinks that Matthew Perry's gay. Yeah. And she's, so then she the does that thing. stuff too. It's like she gets she pops her top off, and yeah. it's just like such a movie trope that it's like, yeah. well, you're gay. Look at my boobs, and the, the guy has to be like, oh, what do I do? Dude. Do I tell her? Oh no. <laughs> well, that happens a lot in this film. Love yes. and other disasters with. <laughs> Um, the character Apollo, where Jax thinks he is gay, so she assumes, but in, the whole time, Apollo's falling in love with her. Yep. And oh, I can, I which is that. really weird, by Why? the way. I feel like that says a lot about Apollo that he would, um, <laughs> you Later know, on. like, no, um, 
give his heart so willingly to someone who didn't even see him that happens that happens trust it happens again damn day i just (laughs) i'm not saying it's unrealistic i'm saying it says a lot about About his character correct maybe he's too Um, trusting Mm-hmm. Or maybe he doesn't have enough self-respect. I was just saying, yeah, maybe, you know, he's like me and he's not getting naked even in the mirror. <laughs> if I look the like that, I would be naked, naked all the whenever. time. No, if I look like Paolo, I would be naked all the time. Like all I would time. literally, it's the dead of winter. I would be in short shorts and a tank top. Forget oh, the tank just, top. Like, look I, at yeah, this. yeah. With I that hair and to... everything. Fuck yeah. yeah uh, it would be game one... over. One thing they did not get right in the movie, what? which I felt like should have been a dead giveaway, was once she comes to his apartment, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's going to hear and now know this is not a gay man and <laughs> how a gay man yeah. lives. Because Look at even- his sheets. I mean, his sheets weren't. <laughs> Come on. So stereotypical. <laughs> <laughs> Except... Show me where I'm wrong. It's true. She well, been... well, no, no, no. She was drunk, so maybe she missed the signs. But then, in the beginning of the, the film, that was her lifestyle. second, her second time. Because going at the to beginning of the film, she says, "I have the best gaydar in London." Correct. Girl. She really does not. Girl. That's a that's Someone the disaster. Lied to you. Is yeah. the the realization that <laughs> yeah. she's lost her gaydar? She lost her gaydar. Her also, there, you have to admit, there's at times people where it's like, I really don't know. I could see it. Sexuality is a spectrum. Way. It is a spectrum. And yeah, different. Probably, I'm looking yeah. at a bisexual person at that point yeah. in time, and that's yeah, awesome not? as well. So, exactly. but I'm just saying that did not look like a gay man's apartment. Yeah. It looked like a straight man's apartment. And I married the old term metrosexual. So you did. <laughs> yes, I feel did. like I can fully say there is a different levels of how a man keeps yeah. his apartment. And there are definitely ways where you can walk and go, you're straight. Straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, yeah. So this film does explore a lot of relationships, whether it's yes. between Paolo and Jack and um, the ex-boyfriend which is oh pete not peter what's james not peter james James. and jack's relationship but one of my favorite scenes in the whole film stars one of the greatest comedians especially in british television don don french from french and sound yes (laughs) yep yep, makes a cameo in this film and she has probably one of if not the funniest scenes where she relates relationships to farts which i think we have (laughs) can we play that yes Yes, it is one of the funniest things relationships are best also tell me it's not a lie by farting excuse me the stages of a relationship can be defined by farting stage one is the conspiracy of silence this is a fantasy period where both parties pretend that they have no bodily waste This illusion is very quickly shattered by that first shy, ooh, did you fart, followed by the sheepish admission of truth. This heralds a period of deeper intimacy, a period I like to call the fart honeymoon, where both parties find each other's gas just the cutest thing in the world. But of course, no honeymoon can last forever. And so we reach the critical fork in the fart. Either the fart loses its power to amuse and embarrass, thereby signifying true love, or else it begins to annoy and disgust, thereby symbolising all that is blocked and rancid in the formerly beloved. Do you see what I'm getting at? (laughs) I mean, is it not true? Is it not true? It's true. Right? (laughs) Yes. Thoughts, thoughts. I'm curious to see if you guys have experienced the three three stages of farts in your own relationships. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay, Jonesy, because you're 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 a married lady now. Um, what stage of farts are you at right now? Besides them Sorry. sounding like dogs. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There's ambulances driving by. I know. I heard them. Yeah. The okay. Go ahead. Angry. What is what yeah. stage um, are you guys at? 
Well, we're married, yeah. so I hope we are at the, the um, in the acceptance. Road, the, fork in the, the fork. In no, the we've fork. gone past the fork. <laughs> we're we're not. We didn't take the rancid route. We took the acceptance route, and um, good. yeah, no, ours our journey was. His are quite musical. They sound like sound effects. <laughs> okay. No, right. it literally sounds like a sound. Someone hit a sound effects button. Yeah. Um. So they were always comical, and the loud ones were safe because they didn't smell. The ones uh, that made no noise <laughs> were deadly. Were the Silent ones that deadly. it's like Silent. you did this in a car. Me and in my relationship with right. other, um, we're at the rancid stage. Yeah, it's yeah. been rancid for about 10 years. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally yeah, kidding. I'm totally he's kidding. can't even speak up? up for himself right now. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> Poor guy. It, yeah, it's been it's rancid like, for, for a while. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. at the rancid stage, and now I'm divorced. Should have worked on those sound but effects. But it is, yeah. but it is true. <laughs> I mean, it is true. I mean, her analogy on farts and relationships yeah. is pretty spot on. Yeah. Oh, you guys, we're halfway through the show. Should we do Ooh. our segment, Name yes. Drop? Let's start. <gasps> Dolly Parton. Rachel Maddow. I, want, I spend an hour with her every single day. I once played a drinking game with Celine Dion, Liza Minnelli. Cher, Laura Dern. I don't know her. Who would you say is the most famous person in your phone? Like my good friend Ben Affleck and his crippling addiction to back tattoos. I have the best Lady Gaga story of all time. Hate him, loathe her, over them, cancel it, tell me everything. Yes, yeah, so it's like time that. for name drop. It's our version of Six Degrees. But we're going to do it. Um, who should we pick from this film? Yeah, who should we do? Um, I mean, we can go with Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. Yeah. We should, in respect to in, the late, in great Brittany yes. Murphy. Let's pick her. And then great. from one of our, our next film, which is a classic. It's the first classic film. We, we're not this letting Jonesy yet. This one is going but. to be tough. Oh, this one's going to be real, real. I'm if you scared. can do this, Bryn, I would I'm be nervous. surprised. I'm very um, nervous. And if you don't, I understand. But our listeners, this is going to be a hard one because it's a classic film. So our listeners, our people who are watching the YouTube, can if you can get this um, name yeah, drop six degrees game, please leave it in the comments. Let us know. I think we should either pick um, Audrey Hepburn yeah. or Mickey Rooney because they're the most Mickey famous. Rooney? Which okay, because I think Mickey Rooney had a longer film career, career and therefore yeah. it's going to be easier to let's put pick into Mickey modern Rooney. day. Yeah, let's do Mickey Rooney. Okay, okay. those That's are going to be. My, I'm not saying I'm going to give it. I'm just saying I think okay. that has the best chances. <laughs> oh so, yeah, if you didn't know, our next film is Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes, we were going to save it till later. We were going to save it till later, but we'll guess we'll let everybody know now. Breakfast oh, at you, you said the two people. I know. <laughs> That's why you got it. Yeah. Like which, literally. Which is great because it's a tie-in from this episode because the character of Jax in this film her favorite film is Breakfast at Tiffany's. And she gives yep. the line where Peter says, is this your favorite sh film? And she goes, look at me. Of course it is. Which is so perfect. And it, so and perfect. this film does have a bit of Breakfast at Tiffany's feel to it. It does. Doesn't it, Brent? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Well, and that's why I had to ruin the surprise because literally you see her and Mickey Rooney, Everything's everyone. Like, I yeah. haven't seen the movie and I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah, so, it, so our name drop this week, it's going to be Brittany Murphy and Mickey and Rooney. Mickey I will Rooney. be surprised if we get this. But I would love for audience members oh, to take their time. No. Message us on Instagram. You can email us at filmspringapodcast at gmail. Like, if you come up with something days later, hit us up. Yeah, yes, I'm really curious to see <laughs> how people make the pattern to each actor. Um, yeah. So the other mm -hmm. thing we have not talked about this film, one of my favorite characters in the film, one of my favorite comedic actors, and like... Her scenes in the film were probably some of the best. Catherine yeah. Tate's um, Tallulah character in the film. Tallulah, yes. 
I love her. Is I mean, so good. Reasons, so good. I yeah. mean, she plays that eccentric character that's a little offbeat that kind of goes to her own drum. Yes. <laughs> so when I so watch well. this film, since they like since I've known Jonesy, Tulula is a little bit of Jonesy. <laughs> 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 yes. No, am I wrong? Especially back were... in the day, Jonesy. Am I wrong? Am I, I wrong? Was, well, I, not at all. I was watching this movie and like I'm Tulula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, one I of, am. I have always been in all always, friend groups. I am the, the Jalula. God damn it. So this is a question for you, Bryn. Out of the cast, especially the girls, which one do you relate to more? Or or even the boy characters. Which one would you be in the film? You oh, could be a Drew Barrymore who is yeah. uh, what's his name? <laughs> James Wilms. At the end, uh, I'm probably like Peter. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I would totally say you are. Yeah. I would see myself a cross between Jax and Tallulah. Yeah. But more on the Jax side. More on the Jax side. Yeah, yeah, that's who I would be. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Jonesy? Yeah or no? Am I completely off? Because <laughs> uh, you know me the best. Own... We've known each other for so you're long. You're a mix between Jax and Peter. Peter, okay. Peter, okay. I could see that. I could see that. Wait, who am I confusing as Peter Tallulah. again? Tallulah. Peter's the gay best friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you're a mix of the two. Those. Okay, I would say you're a mix two. of the two roommates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like but that. But I would I say like that Bryn is a Peter. Oh, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> but she does have some of the best scenes. And, like, do we have the scene where the meat, meat, let's watch that one. That's my <laughs> oh, favorite yeah. part. Meat. Her meat. By poetry. the way, you guys, I don't write, write poetry, so you're welcome. <laughs> I oh, did in middle school, that. it was bad. Let's watch her on. meat poetry. Yeah. Thank you for that, at least. Thank you, Finley, and thank you, Unicorn, for this truly moving exhibit. I'd like to dedicate this poem to Finley's lover and my best friend, Troy Johnson, whose birthday it is today. Troy would have loved to come tonight, but thanks to the conspiracy of silence between the Catholic Church and the Tories in the face of AIDS, he can't because he's dead. I'm not drunk enough for this. Neither is Finley. Meat. Big black dick in nice soft chick. I never knew the thrill I'd feel knowing how you had to steal. You dangled your worm, I took the bait. This fish is caught, it's only fate. Die! White imperialist pigs, aristocracy is pale and weak. You can't kill my love. He's black. He's meat. That makes me laugh. Every time. Meat. Meat. He's big. He's black. He's meat. <laughs> Too funny. Well, she has a bunch of funnies. Like when she's at the auction and she's like, 10,000 pounds. <laughs> she's like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I just also kidding. love the interaction she has with her mom. Like, oh, what is wrong mom. with you, genetics? Genetics. <laughs> Allie, I think um, I delivered that line to my mom before. I'm pretty really? sure I have. I, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure I yeah. have. So Stephanie Beach, Beecham is the actress who played uh, Felicity, her mom. And she looks oh, okay. really familiar, and I can't place where I've seen her before. As same. I thought the same. I needed IMDb that shit. Yeah. yeah I'm going to look it up. But let us know about... in the comments. Yeah, if you guys yeah. know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're probably yelling at us. I know. Like, you dummies. <laughs> you dumbass. Um, Good. I'm glad they're involved. What if old Lena, back in the day, yeah. Lena had watched it? Would she yes. have loved it? Answer all okay. these questions at once very succinctly. Yeah. Okay. So first, back in the day, Lena. Let's go back to 2006. The reason probably why I didn't follow this film or even have it on my radar is in my teen and 20 years, I very much was anti-rom-com. I thought it was hilarious really? that they made fun of Notting Hill because I fucking hate that movie. Oh, I yeah. think it's the worst movie in the whole so goddamn scary. world. It's if so the scary. Gender, if the gender roles were re reversed, everyone would be like, 
Leave! Leave! Yeah. Leave! Yeah. This is a horrible human being. But because the gender roles were Julia Roberts as the celebrity, everyone was like, no, it's great. No, fuck rom-coms. At least that was 20s Lena. Um, Hot take. <laughs> Hot take from Jonesy. Hot, take. I also think... I was just in, uh, you know, toxic you relationships yes. that made me very much like fuck rom-coms. Uh-huh. This is not real life. Real life is throwing things and screaming and yeah, no, um, very unhealthy stuff. Is this bringing up now, some stuff for you? You should make an appointment with your. Parents. I know. Are you sweating? I don't have no, one. <laughs> I don't uh, have one anymore. I just get <laughs> Um, <laughs> but now that I am older and in a very healthy relationship, yes. um, I can actually appreciate rom-coms and in my thirties, I actually enjoy them. So I think it's good timing that I was able to see this movie, yeah. um, when I did and not see it in my twenties, because I think in my twenties, I would have been way too cynical um and just bitter and angry and i wouldn't have appreciated it like i could now um then what would mon pa jonesy say well they'd be really upset about all the gay stuff (sighs) and all the premarital sex because all of those things are a huge no-no that make you a huge sinner if you (laughs) um partake in any of these things so Um, my parents are not why I didn't watch this movie because it was 2006. I was already out of my parents' home. Um, but if I was in my parents' home, that would have been an absolute no-go. Um, I remember getting into arguments with my parents about Will and Grace when I was in high school, because to me, I didn't see the problem. Uh, you know, I was a theater kid. I, I knew kids who were on their way to discovering who and what they were and I just judged people by who they were so I couldn't get on board with judging people by other things my parents um, also we argued about Will and Grace but just because of the terrible writing and the awful jokes see that's a better argument to have I think it was good writing for the time (laughs) I did too Um, we are looking for replacements for another. Co- <laughs> not kidding. Do not blame her for her parents. Wait, are you saying you judge the writing or your parents? No, my parents. Okay, well then you. Okay, on this podcast, we do not get to judge each other because of our parents. That's Otherwise. True. We'd be dead. When I watched this film for the first time, I had just, like, I was still, and Jonesy knows this, I was still kind of coming out of the religion because, you mm-hmm. know, the religion stays with you, especially when you've, and Jonesy will attest to this, especially when you grow up in it and you don't yeah. know anything different. And then when you leave, because I grew up Jehovah's Witness, as I've said on the show before, um, when you leave the religion, it stays with you for years and years. Just because you leave the religion doesn't mean the religion left you. <sighs> there is um, nothing and I would say than that's that. Lifetime. Yeah. Um, but when I know. watched this film, I was still having this angst of wanting to be more adventurous with my life and get out of the the mindset of the religion because there was a lot of you're not supposed to do this this is this is this and this film all these this film had a lot of the what i wanted to do but it was like checked off in the religious of not doing like you have this young woman working for vogue and living this fabulous life in london with her gay best friend and all of her is sent what's it called her friends that are just eccentric and just out there and it just showed this view of like mid 20 late 20s however age they are just living their best life and yeah. i remember yes. watching it and going i want that because i it's did like not party grow up girl with... yes which it's... lena hayden which lena hates <laughs> that's um... our another show but yes it had that it was kind of that same nostalgic for people to know the movie the 19 i think it was 95 or 6 party girl with parker posey had the same feeling to me it was this younger 
up and coming. Oh, it just yeah. and a teaser. Wanna... If we ever have a Patreon, you might get to listen to that. Yes, episode. some of the, the unknown, episodes. the last episode. <laughs> um, that one was say... a heated episode with Parker. Posey oh my gosh! And... That, yeah. Moving on. That was the one. <laughs> moving on. Afterwards, producer Rob was like, "You, Brandon, Tony, stop ganging up on Lena. Yeah, you need to stop this." <laughs> but that's kind of how I felt with when I watched this film. It gave me that same feeling. And I know Jonesy could relate to that with the religion. It just stays with you for so long and it messes with your brain, especially when you grow up in an organized religion and then you have freedom in the real world. Um, it just, it's hard to just make that disconnection sometime. And I, and I remember when I watched this, I was still in that process of really yeah. purging the religion out of, my system of beliefs pretty much well so maybe I that's why i related to this film a lot and really really attached on to the character of jacks and her best friend peter so i don't know yeah i dropped catholicism like a hot potato oh I'm i was sure. like done <laughs> you were I mean, the one I, those deep, I saw those deep guilt complexes yeah. but i'm over i don't i think i feel in, like catholics have a segue yeah. to drop catholicism whereas maybe that some of terrible. the other no, I just mean so many people have done it, so the path has already been yeah. made. Yeah, it's yeah. a well-trodden path. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, people understand that you can still, like, have your morals and your Catholic background and, like, yeah. whatever, and yet still be this complete whole other person. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I feel like some of the more... Not strict, because Catholicism is absolutely strict, strict in yeah. different Very ways, strict. but, like, some of the smaller ones there isn't always a path for yeah. us. Mm -hmm. And so that also means that there's a lot of, um, and this was one of the things that I big time took away from this movie and not party girl so much, um, was th is that this a was, is that a dig? No, no, I, it was a tangent, uh, or a segue off of, um, <laughs> was that these people had created their own family. Yes. And that is something that as not only as I've moved away from the upbringing I grew up in, but mm -hmm. also just as I've kind of my world has expanded, I still have my blood family. Yeah. We don't have a lot of the same viewpoints anymore. Yeah. We can't yeah. converse on things. My family are the people on this podcast. Yeah. And oh. a few other people. Um, well, that's, that you don't see here yeah. but like so I could very much connect to that was one of the things I loved was you you know you had the art dealership guy who was a minor character mm -hmm. Finn whose partner had died from AIDS yet they were still always there for him yeah. and he was at brunch a lot of times and you know it was just like that's what family is but they also you know? on that point Jonesy in the film they also talk about especially the Jack's character Peter character Tulu you can tell with the dialogue that they've all had that friendship with the character Finn and you can already know they were all there for him when his partner died yeah and right. that's and I think right. talking on your point that was one of the things I think I really enjoyed about this film because when I first watched it being in my late 20s going into my 30s it was about that making your own family because the yeah. family you come from doesn't work for you anymore yeah. and I really or maybe to isn't even film. there you know yeah. Brittany Murphy's character yeah. she her family is basically pastor in another country yeah. and and, and like all of these things were things I could relate to where like, yeah, no, you make your friends who I'm really, count most yeah. your family. Yeah. And that is what your support group is. And to me, that was the biggest real thing mm -hmm. where I didn't need to, obviously I wanted it to be a happy ending yeah. where, you know, all the couples and everyone got their happy want. ending. I know. But even if all the times it was teasing the ending where like, yeah, that may not happen because it was like nudge, nudge, wink, wink, you know, we're making fun of tropes yeah. and movies. And yeah. so we might totally pull the rug out from under you and no one gets a happy ending. I still was going to be okay with it because all these characters had each other. Yeah. And but to that me, was... that was the bigger a deep thing read of, of the this movie. movie. Yeah. Well, the one thing we didn't talk about <laughs> I really, is really enjoyed it. The it one thing nice. we haven't talked about the film is how the film ends. 
because for me, it was kind of one of my favorite endings of a film because you have what the character of Peter, who is writing this this film or whatever, does. Kill your baby! Yeah, where it's like he wants it to be a realistic ending, right? Yeah. But yeah. they go for the movie ending with where Gwyneth Paltrow and Orlando Bloom make a very yes! funny I cameo. I love that they actually did <laughs> it. Right? <laughs> so if anything, go watch Love and Other Disasters for the end. It's so cute. And especially the way so they end when she cute. has the baby and all that stuff. But you know, yeah. we're talking. But you know what time it's for in the show before we end? We haven't done this yet. It's our, our segment. Oui, monsieur. Wait. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of Kina Lily, shake it over rice, and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. Let's drink. I like it. I know. That's great, right? Another! Grace, give me a stinger. Yes, it's time for Grace, give me a stinger, the part of the show where we pair an alcoholic beverage to have with the show and a little nipplies. Yeah. So what do you think, Bryn? What would you pair it with? I'm going to say, like, I want to do, like, a Pim's Cup. A what? Ooh, I don't a know. Pim's cup. What's it's a how very cup. British of you. What yes. is it? Um, it's. I'll have to look up what's in it, but uh-huh. um, yeah, it's like a super British cocktail. Okay. Like a very fancy British thing to drink. <laughs> and then for food, I don't know. What do you guys think? I would go with a, uh, a bangers and mash. Bangers. Yeah, that's what I was, I was gonna go with a charcuterie. Or what is it? A board? Charcuterie. That's what I was gonna say. Board like a is what I would do. cup and a charcuterie. Some nice. Hems is a brand of yes. gin-based fruit oh, cup, but may also be considered a liqueur. I would have paired this with a gin and tonic, yeah. and a charcuterie board. Nice yes. cheeses and meats and some. Yes. Olives, that's what I would have paired it with. What about Meat. you, Jonesy? Um, I would have gone a full um like night after meal in okay. the Brit styles of um shawarma or oh, yeah. or like a curry takeaway. Yeah. Because trust me, when you're drunk in the UK and these things are phenomenal. And then yeah. uh, just a pint of whatever's on tap. Yes, that would be a good thing. Exactly. It would not matter. It wouldn't just matter. A, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. Just a of whatever's on the top. And I'm sure if we have any British listeners, hi guys. Hi. Um, they're like, that was an Bad. awful. That was you and Brittany, Brittany Murphy, Murphy level. Went to the same awful. dialect coach. I think um, when we were in London last year, I have to say London has some of the best curry. Oh, it is so good. Yeah, it's so no good. joke. It really is no yeah. joke. So, you know who else has yeah. great curry? Who? Holland, the Dutch. the Dutch. For real? I wouldn't mm-hmm. have never guessed that. Thought you were going to say also, India. Yeah. Now also, you know. Well, yeah, them too. I goes without saying. <laughs> but now we said it. Okay, so did we You're figure welcome. out our um, name drop? Six degrees. I figured it out. Oh no, you did <gasps> not. Are you serious, Bryn? Yeah. So, okay, go ahead. no, because it's easier than we thought. Because I remember that Mickey Rooney is in Night at the Museum. Wait a minute, with the Ben Stiller See? film? Yeah, he's in like the second one. There you no, go. You had not. to go with someone who kept performing. Is he which really? Is why Mickey yeah. Rooney. Okay, go ahead. Let's so, do if this. we do Mickey Rooney to Ben Stiller in Night at the Museum, okay. then Ben Stiller to Drew Barrymore in the Duplex, Drew <gasps> Barrymore to. That's right. Um, Bradley Cooper, and he's just thought that into you. Bradley Cooper to Ashton Kutcher in Valentine's Day. Ashton <gasps> Kutcher to Brittany Murphy in um, Just Married. You're phenomenal. Right. I think that's all right. <laughs> Do you, you hear? Do you hear our studio audience <laughs> clapping for you? They're so hey. impressed. They are really so crazy. impressed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I am so it's impressed. Only because he was in a newer movie. If, yeah. I, if we couldn't get yeah. to Ben Stiller, it would that would have been a no. Yeah. That's okay. why we had to pick him. So <laughs> before we Judy Garland, and I was like, that's not gonna not be possible. gonna no, it's not gonna be possible. Before we end this Judy episode, Garland? yeah, Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland did a lot of movies together. Yeah, a lot. Back in the day. Okay, but she wasn't in Breakfast at No, TV. no. No, no, no. Okay, okay before I we end the episode, confused. before we end yeah. the episode, let's give our grades. Okay. And before we Do get to Do you want to, to remember what yes. they were last time? Yes. Well, I remember mine. It was an A++. 
No, Correct. No. Tony said A plus plus. Bryn said A. Okay. I'm going to give it an A plus. I'm sticking with mine. A plus yeah. plus. I still love this movie. Boom. And I promise you guys, I took my nostalgia goggles off. I took them off mm-hmm. and still gets an A. A plus. It's it's a feel good movie. Don't go to this film thinking like being a huge critic and be like, mm, it's not going to change There's you. holes in all of this. This It's a feel good, silly rom-com. Makes you feel so joyful. And Brittany Murphy is gorgeous in this film. So beautiful. Don't look at the cover of her legs. Sort of oh, yeah. Let's remind everyone what, what Church Lena thought. Yeah, Church Lena. I'm going to remind everybody. She, her <laughs> description of the film when we showed her the poster was slut. She's a slut. <laughs> she's sinful because she's crossing her legs. This is old Church Lena's. This is what you're here. So very, for. <laughs> very briefly, Jonesy, what grade and would this get a stamp in the film Springa? Stamp book for all of those so, other film springer kids. A out plus there. for sure. Um, I don't, I have a hard time because for me, I feel like it was generational. So um, I, I don't feel like I need to tell other evangelical exes that they need to see this movie because probably, although if they were not still out of the church. I would say, see this movie. Yeah. Um, Get out of there and then see this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> leave. Because also, it, uh, here's a big thing with the when you leave the church. You miss fellowship and you miss family. Yes, this movie shows so how you can have fellowship and family amongst a group of people who have no blood connection, no church connection. And that's worth watching i I will agree 100 percent. you go through a really really tough time with that when you leave a certain organized religion (laughs) it's hard and tony brennan and i are all talking about it from the other side yeah um you know okay catholic church easy to leave um (laughs) sure uh the rest of us you know i i i still sometimes miss my church family and yeah. I just then I reach out to this family because yeah. I they're once better in a great and while, they love me more. Yeah. They love me more genuinely. I once in a great while miss some of the friends I had back growing up within the Jehovah Witness realm of things. But I did it's been too. so long. I'm like, I'm good with my life now. I also so she, recognize that they loved me for what yeah. we all thought we were supposed to be instead of who we, we really, really are, are yeah. which is this family unit. We love each other for who we really are. Yes. Yes, exactly. And we got all sentimental. <laughs> Should we get into our next movie, which we already yes. teased, but it is. I spoiled it. Classic, classic film, which I'm kind of glad we're going back to classic film. We haven't done yeah, a classic too. film. So this is the Not 1961, very, very, very famous rom-com, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Breakfast. I didn't know it was a rom-com. Yeah, there you it's go. a rom-com. There you go. So you've never seen this Jonesy at all, right? I do not believe no. this. I can't either. It's problematic. Yeah. I'm nervous. You want to know what it. my thinking of it is? Yes. <laughs> yes. What do you think it's about? Yes, I'm really curious. Uh, so I think it's about a girl who wishes she was of the elite or the loved or the rich or the famous or the beautiful. And so she decides to compensate by having croissants in front of tiffany's which is pathetic in my opinion um and then maybe she actually so i actually know a spoiler from this movie love and other disasters where in the book she's with her yeah she does have a cute orange cat just like me she does <laughs> are you audrey hepburn didn't Yo, yeah totally. <laughs> can you imagine audrey, audrey hepburn going the horny level of this movie. Audrey Hepburn was well known for talking about her horniness. You're Audrey Hepburn with the mouth of a sailor. Yeah, there you go, friend. You have the orange cat. But yes, I think this girl strives for more and maybe she gets it, maybe she doesn't, but probably she gets it in love. 
So this That's film is going to be so this film is going to be very interesting because there are some aspects of the film that now being 2020 are problematic and we're acknowledging that now. Yes. Isn't so, there a part about a very Asian yes, problematic yes. stereotype? Yeah. Yes. Um, but we're still going to watch it, still review it, still talk about it. And That's we will, the point we, of this podcast. We will approach the sensitive topic that is Mickey Rooney's performance in the in the movie. I want to. We will talk about it. How maybe it was when the film first came out, and then how viewing it now no, is what yeah. we're going to do. Oh, but, Tony, we should do our grades. Oh, for for, oh, breakfast yes. at Tiffany's. Let me write them we, down. Go. We got to make this quick before we run out of time. Um, so, Bryn, go B, ahead. B, B. A B. I'm yeah. going to stick. I'm going to give it just an A minus. Okay. An A minus is what I I'm going to I almost said B plus. With. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give it a B plus. B plus. Okay. That's yeah. what we're going to go with. But, you guys, that is our show. Everybody go watch Love and Other Disasters. It's yeah. one of my favorite films. And we all liked it this week. We, we loved it. Yeah. I love it when that happens. I highly recommend it. Yes, there you go. And you can follow us on Instagram. We are Film Springa on Instagram and Facebook. Um, email us at Film Springa Podcast at Gmail. Let us know if you got our Name Drop Six Degrees segment, how you hooked up yes. Audrey Hepburn. Or not Audrey Hepburn. What am I saying? Brittany Murphy and Mickey Rooney. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. See us live every Thursday, 8 p.m. on Films. Follow us everywhere you get podcasts. And we love, would love to hear from you. Give us some of your movie suggestions that maybe you want yes, to see please. us watch on this show. Yes. Um, and that Chances is are I haven't watched them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but that is it good. for us. And we are out. Thank that you. is it. Bye, everybody. Bye.